Hi there. Welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson, and our show today is on sound for dementia. We've gotten a major deal with a large dementia company here in Northern California, and um, I want to tell you all about it because it's really exciting, and uh, it's going to lead to having sound in many dementia companies around around the planet. So our intention is that there is no more dementia, right? There is no more dementia. That's all. We actually have a cure. We'll talk more about this. Before we get started, though, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. Our uh, summer intensive is coming up here in uh, June 7th to the 17th. I mean... So um, June 7th to the 17th, we've got the uh, summer intensive coming up 10 to 9.30 every day. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, if you're not in the area, it's perfect. You can fly in. You can even stay at the Institute in, in here in Sausalito. We don't have any beds, but we do have um, futons, and we've got a kitchen, and you could actually go to a gym for showers. We don't have showers. Um, and it's really powerful. It's 1485 for the 10 days, but if you want to get the whole certificate, then the rest is online. Uh, and you can start that at any time. So that's June 7th to the 17th here, just north of San Francisco. We also have our normal certificate program starting September 6th, which is the three and a half month program half online also. And we've also got our recording program starting August 9th. That's uh, completely separate than the sound healing. And it's it's all about how to use uh, recording equipment like, like uh, Pro Tools and Logic and Ableton Live to be able to um, uh, to be able to record, mix, and produce. Let's see. That's a uh, uh, yeah, about recording, mixing, and producing. And then we've got the, uh, let's see, what else? We, oh, we've got an open house on July 10th. And that's uh, all about how sound affects you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And uh, we also have our uh, sound uh, healing store. We have over 300 products in the sound healing store. And we've got uh, sound lounges, sound uh, tables. We've got dolphins and pillows. We've got a base belt that's really good for uh, getting rid of pain. We've also got our therapy center where we can actually find your home note and get you uh, binaural beats tuned to delta for sleep, theta for creativity, alpha for uh, learning, and then beta for overcoming ADD. We're going to be talking about that for the dementia as well. And then we also do voice analysis and sell a voice analysis program, but you can get a treatment where we uh, do a voice analysis over the phone or over Zoom to see exactly what is missing in your voice and then get you a CD to listen and tone to as the remedy. And it's been really effective. 
So uh, you can find that at soundtherapycenter.com or for the store, it's at soundoflove.com. We also have tons of CDs, including CDs for uh, pain and all the different areas of the body that you don't listen to, you play on the body. And then we've also got a full range of crystal bowls and Tibetan bowls as well. And then we've got the Sound Healing Research Foundation. And in the Research Foundation, we have a full range of... uh, We've also got our uh, uh, Sound Healing Research Foundation, where we have over 300 clinical papers. We've also got uh, student papers, and we've also got uh, a full range of videos and and articles about sound healing. I just saw an article today where they actually have the sound of the, um, actually, maybe I'll play it. The sound, I'll play it in a bit. The sound of the Big Bang. They actually uh, uh, converted the electromagnetic waves into the sound for the Big Bang. And then we've also got our Medical Sound Association, which is where we have treatment plans for all types of issues. Uh, You can go to Integrative Sound and you'll see treatment plans for anxiety, for grief, depression, PTSD, dementia, addiction, pain, autism, cancer, anger, sleep, schizophrenia, thyroid, adrenals, and traumatic brain injuries. We're going to be looking at the dementia plan today. We also have intake forms where you can actually see precisely how effective sound is. We have over 300 entries and with 65.85 reduction in symptoms. You can also search for any instrument or issue and see precisely how effective it is. Uh, We also have the Sound Education Association where we have over 500 exercises for kids from three months to um, uh, uh, 18 years old and that you can download. And we've got vibeacademy.live, vibeacademy.live, where we actually have our next round of sound healing classes for three to six-year-olds coming up starting June 27th. It's going to be, let me go to it, vibeacademy.live. And it's with live instructors. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. It's 150 bucks, and we've done a lot of prepara- preparation for this. It's really profound what goes on with the three to six year olds. It's so cool to really see them being able to express themselves. I can say this: um, those kids that have already taken the program, they will never, ever, the rest of their life be afraid of expressing themselves, right? And they're also seeing the connection between sound and geometry and nature and the golden mean and we do even a lot of geometry as well. So you can email me at david at Sound Healing Center if you have any kids that you'd like to get signed up. And uh, it's, um, again, starting June 27th. So uh, what else? I think that's it all the different things we have happening. So today I want to talk about dementia. Again, we just 
uh, got confirmation of a deal with the largest dementia company in Northern California, NEPA. And they're going to be taking on our entire protocol that we've developed over the last 10 years. Uh, a lot from our students in the degree program, because they had to create a, a treatment plan for dementia for the last uh, uh, 10 years, every semester. And also through our Medical Sound Association. With the Medical Sound Association, we actually uh, uh, took all the treatments that the students came up with and went through them in detail and refined them for, for dementia. So there's been a lot of people that have actually contributed to these treatment plans. You can find the treatment plan for dementia at medicalsoundassociation.com slash sound dash for dash dementia or just go to Medical Sound Association and go to the Integrative Sound section and you'll see a link to it. Sound dash for dash dementia. So there are many components to this program and I want to walk you through it but also what's happening is profound. We're talking about a dramatic change in how uh, uh, dementia patients are, are treated. Because, you know, and I've, I've learned a lot, it's really difficult for the people that are actually the caretakers for dementia, right? There's a lot of burnout, and it's, it can be very difficult for them. So all of the things we're doing with sound are going to be used by the caretakers as well as the people with dementia, right? And this is going to make a, just a major difference. So let me walk you through what we've come up with for what we've come up with so far. We don't have a cure, no cure, although we'll talk about that later because the potential is actually really huge for a cure. So, first of all, uh, just in case you don't know, Alzheimer's is 80% of all the categories of under dementia. Dementia is the larger category. Alzheimer's is one of aspect of dementia, but it accounts for about 80% of all dementia. There's other... Uh, other uh, aspects that are not as common. Um, one thing that I didn't know is there's a huge correlation with alcohol and dementia. They say that uh, dementia is directly linked to alcohol, and 18% of the people in the study had been diagnosed with alcohol use disorder. They say that Alcohol increases the chances of dementia three times. That's pretty big, right? So let me explain what we're going to be doing. There's two two levels. One is early level dementia, and then there's later stages of dementia. In the home or center that we're 
going to be working with, they actually only have people come in from 10 to about three o'clock. They don't live there. Right. So, um, so they're, and they're mostly in advanced stages of dementia. Their, their families drive them in. Right. So, but ultimately the best would be to be able to work with them in early stages of dementia before it gets more advanced. In the early stages, the point is to be able to figure out what sounds and music and what treatments are working, right? Or the, what they like, right? So you could start with music they like. I mean, this is obvious. Uh, I, I mean, really, I'm sorry, really well known that if you play music they liked in earlier years, that they will actually often wake up. There's a movie called Alive Inside that actually shows an example of this. Let me play it. Oh, I lost it here. Let me open it up. And so this is the first step is to just find all the music that they like to used to like to listen to, right? And play it and create a whole playlist for them. That's really cool. Okay, check this out. This is from the film, the movie Alive Inside. I have one resident that Billy opened her eyes. She didn't respond. As much as I tried, I knew her for two years. No matter what I tried, massage wouldn't work, nothing worked. But when we got introduced to the iPods and the family told me the things that she liked, it was amazing once we put the iPod on her. She started shaking her feet. She started moving her, her head. Her son was just amazed. Okay, can we stop? Because now I'm getting no R. <laughs> I'm seeing her all over again. How long has he been in the nursing home? Uh, approximately 10 years. He was having seizures, and my mother couldn't handle him at home. Of course, it affected me greatly because he was always, you know, fun loving, singing, you know, every occasion he would come out with a song, no matter where he was. I remember as a child, he used to walk us down the street, me and my brother, and he would stop and do singing in the rain. He would have us jumping and swinging around poles. He was, you know, he was good. He was always into music, you know, always loved singing, dancing. His name is Henry Drea. Uh-huh. And I'm looking more or less for religious music for him. Okay. Because he enjoys music and he always calls in the Bible. So I'd rather have that for him. We first see Henry inert, maybe depressed, unresponsive, and almost unalive. Yeah. Henry. Yes, sir. I found your music. Uh, you want you want your music now? Let's try your music, okay? And then you tell me if it's too loud or not. Then he is given an iPod containing, we know, his favorite music. 
and immediately he, he lights up. His face assumes expression, his eyes open wide, he, uh, he starts to, um, to sing and to rock and to move his arms and he's being animated by the music. And he used to always sit on the unit with his head like this. He didn't really talk to much people. And then when I introduced the music to him, this is his, his reaction every since. <laughs> the philosopher Kant once called music the quickening art, and Henry is being quickened, he's being brought to life. Yeah. I'm going to take the music for one second, okay? Just huh? to ask you a few questions. Okay? I'm going to give it back to you. Uh-huh. Okay. The effect of this doesn't stop, because when the, uh, the headphones are taken off, uh, Henry, normally mute and virtually unable to answer the simplest yes or no questions, is quite voluble. Henry? Yeah? Um, do you like the iPod? Do you like the music you're hearing? Yes. Tell me about your music. Well, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't have one, I mean. Do you like music? Yeah, I'm crazy about music. You play beautiful music, beautiful sound. Did beautiful. you did you play music when you were? Uh, were you did you like music when you were young? Yes, yes, I went to big dances and things. What was your favorite music when you were young? Well, well I guess uh, well, Cab Calloway was my number one band guy. I like. They get the holy, the holy, the holy, the holy, the holy, the holy, the What's your favorite favorite Cab Calloway song? Oh, I'll be home before Christmas. You can count plans on me with plenty of snow. Near the present, red brand new tree, ow! So, in some sense, Henry is restored to himself. He has uh, uh, remembered uh, who he is, and uh, he's, he's reacquired his, his identity for a while through the power of music. What, what does music do, do to you? Give me the feeling of love, no, no mass. Figure right now the world needs to come into music, singing. You got beautiful music here, beautiful, oh lovely. And uh, I feel the band of love, the dream. Lord came to me, made me holy. I'm a holy man, so He gave me this sound. I'll just say, I meet you. With this beautiful new technology, you can have all the music which is significant for you in something as big as a matchbox or, or whatever. And I think this, this, this may be very, very important in uh, helping to animate, organize, uh, and uh, bring a sense of identity back to people who are who are out of it. Otherwise, music will bring them back into it, into their own personhood, their own memories, their own autobiographies. Mm. Incredible, huh? So, not only do we 
find the music they love, but we also find the music that of sound healing music that's current, right? Because there is so much sound healing music that is really effective, including a lot of mine, right? I've got over 100 CDs now, but there's so much out there. So the trick is to play all this different music and track precisely in detail what works for that person. Especially nice if you can do it in earlier stages, but you can do it in later stages as well and see how they react to it. So we're going to basically, what we're, we're talking about is such fine tracking for each person in the center that we develop basically a playlist for each person. And, but we not only have uh, music that is really effective, I'll play some in a bit, but we also have frequencies that have been really effective. We've got a full uh, range of frequencies for the brain. There's one frequency set that actually one of our students, her mom had advanced dementia, and every time she played the brain CD, her mom would wake up, right? So here's uh, one of the songs off of, or not really song, it's a frequency set off of the brain CD. It's just frequencies. Check this out. Ooh, that one's missing. Okay, let's see if we can find another one. Oh, I know. Hypothalamus? There we go. Of course, we have to be really careful because any frequencies, even something like that, could really trigger, you know, trigger them because often they're really fragile and really sensitive. So we'll be really careful when with, with whatever we use here. That's, that's obvious. So um, not only are we looking at what music they like, including all of the sound healing music that's out there, but also what sounds they like. So we're going to be playing a full range of of sounds. The dementia companies buying basically every instrument we have, which is going to, going to include gongs, Tibetan bowls, crystal bowls. Uh, we've got a free note xylophone. We've got the Sansula, Kalimba. We've got uh, uh, Koshi chimes that are really nice and soft, a full range of instruments. And we'll be doing sound baths in groups and even individually as well, but especially in groups. And we'll be noting that they will be tracking every every step of the way to see which instruments they like besides which music. But also, if they're able, we'll see what instruments they like to play, right? Because if you can just get them to play a drum... Or even if it's not a drum, they could just tap one leg and then the other leg, or just do both legs, right? Bum, bum. I mean, they could do body percussion where they do the legs and the chest and head, legs, chest, head, and do do actually uh, different syllables with it. Bu, a, ta, bu, ba, ta, right? Or u, o, a, u, o, a. So if they're able to do that, that's really cool. And then we can give them a drum and let them play the drum. 
especially if they do left and right, that's even better. But if they can't do that, they can do both hands, right? Uh, if they can, if they're they're able to play the xylophone, really simple. The definition of sound healing instruments is easy to play, right? That's the whole point, right? They might even be able to play a bowl, right? In especially in the early stages, and we just see what they like to play. So when the later stages, if even if they can't play it, we can play it for them because it let them up earlier. So it's a lot about tracking in detail. So we're going to have detailed forms for every person to see. And we will also even categorize the music in different categories so we can see, you know, whether they like music with rhythm or whether they like music, you know, certain genres of music. There'll be a full category, uh, categorization, so we can track everything. Again, we can do this in early stages, even better, but even if if uh, they're in later stages, we can just watch them and see what seems to bring them to a place of peace. As I always say, the basis of all sound healing is stable, consistent vibrations create peace. It's the basis of the whole thing. That could be stable, consistent tones like vowels, or it could be uh, a crystal bowl, Tibetan bowl, it could be basically any of the sound healing instruments or a stable, consistent rhythm like a drum. This is what creates peace, right? And it's all about getting them back to a peaceful, calm state, especially in the later stages of dementia. It's all about calm and peaceful, right? So they, they can, they, uh, I mean, not only for the, people with dementia, but also for the caretakers, right? I mean, this is going to be major because while they're doing sound for the people with dementia, they're going to be going to a peaceful state. And then the energy in the whole place will be way more calm, which will entrain the people in the room into more of a stillness and calmness. And so they can actually... And, and that's, you know, often helps with thinking and also helps just with, with the whole atmosphere, right? So the first part is about actually uh, just tracking all of the music and the sounds that they like. The next is getting sound on the body. So we're going to be playing tuning forks. We can play tuning forks on the hand. Let me just stop sharing here for a second. We can play tuning forks on the hand, right? We could play tuning forks on the neck. We could play tuning forks on the bottom of their feet. We could put crystal bowls on on the actual person, right? And of course, always watching really carefully to see if they're it's too much for them because uh, with dementia they can be really fragile and could get triggered really easily. So, uh, and then we've got the, the sound lounges, right? To, so we'll see if they can handle a sound lounge with the sound pillow where we vibrate them into bliss. That could be really, really effective. Getting them back in their body physically. So they're feeling vibration on their body. We've also got our base belt they're going to actually buy that they can actually strap on a person, not only to get them in their body, but 
if they have any pain. There are two people that are the head of the pain department at this dementia facility. It's called Calabria, by the way. And they are totally excited about the base belt with the vibration and frequencies that they can play on any part of the body because so so many of the, the patients there actually have pain as well. So, uh, but it will just get them in their body as well as get rid of the pain. So that's the the next stage. Then the next part is to actually use binaural beats. So you can actually just watch the person. This is what I've been doing for years. And even we also do it with the children as well, even the babies. Just watch them and watch their rhythm. See how they're rocking back and forth and actually play a drum or do sound boo, 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 boo to their rhythm, right? So that you're synchronizing them to them. But we also have our assessment that I've talked about a lot and played for you where we have 12 tones and 12 rhythms that we could play for them to find which one makes them the most peaceful and then play a CD for them, whether on headphones, which can be tricky, right, to get them to listen to the headphones or just play it in the room. This facility is actually uh, has dedicated one room for a sound lounge and a surround sound system, right? It's so cool, right, in the dementia uh, ward. So we can actually play rhythms and music tuned precisely to that person in delta for sleep, theta for creativity, alpha for learning and presence, really good for dementia, and then beta for thinking, excellent for dementia. And then gamma, there's been been some clinical research that shows a decreased gamma in the brain of people with dementia. So we have actual gamma frequencies tuned to the person, right? This is, I'm really excited. So I just talked to a intuitive psychic, a friend of mine who said, yeah, uh, we're only going to be able to get about 30% of them to listen on the headphones, right? Which makes it even better. But she said, with those 30%, it's going to be a dramatic help to bring them into a state of peace and stillness and activate other parts of the brain. So that's, I mean, 30% is not bad, right? If we play it in the room, we'll still get uh, some effect as well. Now, there are frequencies we're going to be using of um, that there's been an actual clinical study in Georgia that shows that 40 hertz is extremely effective for dementia patients. Let me play 40 hertz here. Okay, so here's just the tone of 40 hertz. We can actually play music tuned to 40 hertz as well, but here's the actual tone of 40 hertz. You may not be able to hear this if you're on computer speakers. You might need headphones. It's playing now. I can almost sing it. It's like, ooh. Right? But they've also found that light actually flashing at 40 cycles per second on the brain 
and for infrared light is really effective for dementia as well. So we're going to be doing that as well, right? It's so cool because this company is so on board to track and help refine what's working to make it even better, right? So this is just massively huge, really huge, okay? So we're going to be doing the actual binaural beats, right, on them. Of course, any movement we can get them to do with sound is really helpful. Movement is really good for the brain. So we'll be doing that as much as possible. Um, uh, let me play some some of the music that we would use. Um, I was just told by this psychic intuitive that the high frequencies could be too much for them, that low frequencies are much better. And it's true. High frequencies are activating. And so we got to be really careful with any activating sounds like gongs or, 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 uh, even vocal sounds that are activating. Whereas low frequencies are likely going to be much better. My calm sleep CD is really, it's got very few high frequencies in it because it's about calming and going to sleep. So let me play the calm sleep CD now, which is really good for sleep too. And this is about about six minutes. So enjoy this.
got to be careful when playing sleep sounds on the radio. Everybody goes to sleep. I got to go sleep on that one. <laughs> so, of course, we're going to be doing a lot of vocal work. We're going to be doing uh, a lot of call and response, singing songs. Um, and also, what's been well proven is uh, the part of the brain that does memory is right next to the part of the brain that does melody. So if you teach them to sing their name, they can often remember their name, right? That's really cool. We could do breathing exercises and, um, and, and just do a lot of rhythm as well. Um, but here's the other cool thing that especially good if you can catch them in the early stages and that is to teach them how to do nonverbal communication, basic sound healing. Ideally, get them to the point where they can make the sound of how they're feeling. I'm without words, right? But in order to do that, it often takes a good amount of work to get them comfortable making sound. The best way to start is to start with call and response. Okay, everybody do this sound. Okay, right? Now do this. Ah! Ah! Okay, and if you like, do this sound. Okay, now do wee! Right? And so you just play with them doing call and response until they're comfortable making weird sounds. Right, and then you start doing gibberish. Right, actually, it's really funny because one of the people at the uh, at the dementia center said that, yeah, Ralph, he just mumbles often through the day. And she said, last week I started mumbling back, and we had a really great conversation. Right, it's really cool to get them comfortable making sound, so they don't have to use words. The left brain is is where the words are. That's that's the hard part, right? So later, especially great when later, then they don't have to. to they can still express themselves without words. They can go, and then you respond back, right? And there's a whole communication going on. Even if they don't learn this in the early stages. What you can do is totally respond to them non-verbally. So reflect their emotions so they see there's a connection. We do the exact same thing with autism as well. Reflect their emotions with a sound, right? So there's a communication. Even reflect their movement, as I mentioned before. If they're moving and do the sound in time with their movement. But totally communicate non-verbally so because you know a lot of people uh uh even when gone get that that's really a huge part another aspect is to use uh nature sounds right i'll play some nature sounds in just a bit but you know there's a whole nother component that i'm really interested in trying there's a lot of sound healing music that takes me into higher states of consciousness. And so to really, because I, I know, you know, 
they may be gone, but their system uh, brain may be gone in certain areas, but the whole brain is not gone. They're still open to energy. So I'm really interested in trying the the music that takes you into higher consciousness. Even Tom Kenyon, you know, might be a, might be a, a good possibility. But the other thing that we're looking at trying is we're now working with a rodent coil and we have a device called the iCube that both create scalar waves. And we just had a whole session last week with a guy that had frequencies and we were using those and we got so freaking high. We got so freaking high. We had it hooked up to the sound table. So the scalar waves are being put out by the, the device while being vibrated on the, the table also. And so really interested, again, we've got to be careful, but, you know, there's a potential that we might be able to just wake them up with these scalar waves or electromagnetic frequencies as well. So we'll just be watching, right? So, again, nature sounds are really cool. I mean, we could just play the Schumann resonance, right, which is the main frequency in the atmosphere that we're entrained to. And see how that affects them, right? Or, you know, just nature sounds. This is one, let me play one thing that we're going to be playing for them. Just ocean sounds and, and, and rain and such. I'll play little bits and pieces of this with golden mean frequencies embedded in the background. Check this out. I love this CD. Let me fast forward a little bit. I'm going to skip through this. Low frequency tone in the background as well, along with the golden mean. You can even play this on a sound table.
nature is the best sound healer that there is, right? It's like nature has it down. Nature's working within the matrix that we're a part of, right? I mean, you know, but maybe just crickets might be the deal, right? I mean, you know, maybe maybe that will do it for them. Right? Or maybe it's actually like crickets slowed down. Or maybe, you know, um, uh, even dolphins might be the deal. You can play all these different nature sounds and just see what works and what doesn't, right? It's really the the potential. Oh, our kookaburra. Maybe they'll just like a kookaburra. Uh, This is a serious sound. and see what they do, see if they start giggling, right? That could be really cool. Okay, so, okay. But, you know, the thing that's the most exciting is this dementia company is under an umbrella of many other dementia companies. And so they're like the largest company in the United States for dementia which means that this is going to expand. We could easily have over a hundred dementia companies in the next few years that have taken this on. And again, not only is it going to help them, but it's going to help the actual people that are the caretakers dramatically help them actually. And when they're at peace, the people with dementia are going to get that energy because they're sensitive, they're still sensitive beings, right? Very, very sensitive beings. Their their whole uh, energy system is not shut down completely. It's just their brain, right? You know. Also, we're going to be have some sound healers going in and do actual sound baths. Uh, let me play something. I mean, imagine something like this. Let me. Fast forward this a little bit. Check out. How, how, check this out. Imagine how this would affect them.
as mentioned, we could play some Tom Canyon, right? Here's Tom Canyon's latest that it just came out with that is really sweet. Check this out. talking about is doing research to find the frequencies that will melt the plaque that is causing the dementia or using actual electrodes on different parts of the brain to get their brain back to its natural rhythm right the potential here is just huge i mean really huge and check this out. There's a uh, that intuitive I was talking about. She said that we're going to be able to come up with ways of actually. Let me turn this off here. Ways of actually completely overcoming dementia, and that with DNA, she said between 20 and 22 years from now, we will have a complete cure for dementia and it will be completely gone I guess we'll be out of business at that point oh my god just imagine if this is true no more dementia in 20 years imagine what that would feel like because a lot of us know someone with dementia right now and have fear that we're going to get it, (laughs) right? Imagine it's completely gone. What would that feel like? And make the sound of that. Hold that intention for the rest of the evening, rest of the week ahead, months ahead, years ahead.
Don't have to hold it for lifetimes. It'll be done. Thanks for listening. And take care. May it be so.